Hey gang, it's Daphne and Velma. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Stir the Pot. Thank you so much for listening. I Um, can't believe that we're already five episodes in. I I know. I said this last episode, but like... (laughs) Every episode's gonna be like, wow, I can't believe we're... I know, and people are actually listening to us. I feel so special. I know. Well, you are very special. Uh, It sounds like we had a birthday this week. Who's? You. No. (laughs) Velma had a birthday. A couple days ago. Remember, I'm the dawn after the dark. Oh, right. The worst week in the... In history. Oh, yep. Worst week in history. I'm the dawn after the storm. I'm the rainbow after the clouds. I said that totally backwards. (laughs) But you know what I mean. I am that person. It was an alright birthday. I went to go see my sister um, and my two little nibblings. Um... In case anybody doesn't know what a nibbling is, that I'm word scares me. <laughs> it is a because we're trying to be, you know, mm-hmm. mysterious. It is a gender neutral term for nephew <laughs> and niece. Right. So I saw my two little. So you don't know nibblings. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So little fun facts for the day. There you go. What did I call them before? Fantabulous fact? No, not fantabulous. Fantastic. Pin- Something factoids, fantastic yeah. factoids, fantastic flabbergasting, flabbergasting yes. factoid, nibbling. Anyway, so I went to go see my nibblings. So I love them so much. Mm-hmm. It was so good to be able to see them. I don't get to see them as often because I live pretty far, oh, but yeah. it was a good time. I was okay. um, excited to see them, but yeah. it was pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need much for you know, not much birthdays. fanfare. Yeah, yeah, I like quiet. After how busy I've been lately, I need some yeah. zen. That, I get that. Yeah. Pro show. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, how about you? How was your week? Um, it was pretty good. I uh, yeah. uh, had a pretty chill week as well. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm getting a tattoo tomorrow, which I'm pretty <gasps> excited about. What are you getting this time? I'm getting a matador on my arm, like a Spanish matador oh mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah i'm excited my uh imaginary friend my whole life as a kid was a matador and his name was Bullcatcher. <laughs> he what? was an orphan and that's... like didn't want to fight bulls anymore that was his backstory what wasn't there a movie that came out like that that was like the actual bull that didn't want to be a bull fight no, that's, I don't know, if, maybe it was a movie, but that, I think you're thinking of Ferdinand, the book, yeah. the children's book. I thought that was made into a movie. Maybe. Oh, I think it was a little animated movie. Yeah. yeah I think it was. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but that I... was, like, my mom read that book to me every day when I was a kid. It's probably why I had. They were best <laughs> friends and they ran off together. Yes. I little, like to think that. The bull catcher and the bull. Ferdinand. The catcher and the rye. Not related. Nope. <laughs> but that's Okay. <laughs> Not related. <laughs> Not related. This is just word association now. Right. And also, one thing I do want to point out, um, with social media, I have been off social media for about five years before this, mm-hmm. okay? And I just got back on because I'm kind of doing a lot of the social media. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you pretty much run our social media. Because you do the editing. Right. You know, yeah. when? Because I have no idea how to edit this, and I wouldn't <laughs> I be able to. I don't know how to do social media. <laughs> My personal social media okay. is like memes. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I post on ours, um, yeah, which adds to the pot underscore pod. But um, I have met three new podcasters. One was a YouTube podcaster, but mm-hmm. two other podcasters. Mm-hmm. And we've like become buddies and they're oh all like God. newer uh, podcast podcasts. groups. Yeah. yeah. And I love them and I keep sharing their stuff. Um, what are their... There's the Bruce and Twosome. 
through the one that's on you, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I those were the first gents that I got behind, mm-hmm. and they are so funny. Yeah. Um, spilling the crime. Oh my gosh, those gents are so funny. Spilling the crime. Yeah, they drink wine and talk about crime. Cute. Yeah, that's uh, adorable. Yeah. And then the last one is True Crime B and B, so like Airbnb. Oh my gosh. And that one's a mother daughter. Oh my gosh. Isn't that so cute? Okay, I'll so, have to start listening. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> I have like a bat... Oh, that was loud. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, isn't that so cute? That is so fun. So go ahead and uh, give them yeah, a... I'll, I'll not that we have stuff. a whole lot of followers or anything yet either, mm-hmm. but they've been really supportive. They've been sharing our stuff. They've I've been sharing their stuff. I've gotten to chat with a couple of them, and they are super funny. That's awesome. So I yeah. It's nice that, that like... Uh, I was really afraid to get back on social media because mm-hmm. I've heard all of the trolling stories and I'm a mm. RuPaul's Drag Race fan and so there's so much drama the when it drama. comes to the, the Oh, the drama. And I, yeah, I intentionally cause drama on the internet and it's Do you? Everyone, You're I'll, a troll? Well, yes, on like community sites. Uh, I'm trying to think of a county that I'm not part of that I can say. Like, let's say Kank- I'm not part of Kankakee County. So Kankakee yeah. County Facebook uh-huh. community page. Yeah. I'll go on there and argue with people. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh my like, god. Like, the other day, some dude, some girl made a post about, like, wanting, like, she's new in the area, mm-hmm. wanting to meet other women, whatever. A dude commented on the thread saying something along the lines of like, oh, well, what if, you know, something about how that, being a man who like has it together and like how he'd love to take her out sometimes. So I obviously had to say something about that. So I responded to his comment and said like, hitting on a woman on a community's Facebook page is not indicative of a man who has his shit together. <laughs> Really passive aggressive stuff. I love that. I absolutely love that. It's not indicative of a man who has his shit together. I'm Sorry, like, sir, you dude, do not. you look like a fool right now. <laughs> Get off with social any, media. I remember, like, this was like five years ago. I was on Facebook, and I was at the beginning of this group. It ended up getting really out of hand. But like, there was only like thirty people in the group at the time, mm-hmm. and it was a bunch of girls from Ohio that I didn't even know. <laughs> But I loved being part of this group and just reading what was happening. Oh my gosh, And they would talk about, like, the men that they would date and post pictures of them and be like, hey, do you guys have any information on this guy? I'm starting to date him. Or, hey, I found this guy on Tinder. Anybody know anything about him? And this group, like, blew up. Yeah. And they, like, were would help each other. Yeah. Then, like, when it got so many people, then, like, people yeah, started, started getting, getting chaos. Yeah. yeah. You know, because then, oh, that's my my boyfriend. Right. That's my girlfriend. That's then my Then people like me are on there and, like, they're like, he's ugly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, but that was, like, before I left social media right. altogether. Right. But kind of getting back on here, it's good to watch it from where I'm at. Because, right. like... You're kind of behind a veil. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. behind a veil. Mm-hmm. I've got, like, our little podcast what have you, mm-hmm. that I have to focus on. Mm-hmm. and You're I, there for a reason. I'm there for a reason. I do not get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. It's not anything. The only thing I'm getting addicted to is anchor because I just keep looking to see how right, everything's keep checking. Going. Yeah. See if anybody... <laughs> checking our stats. I know. I just want to see... Like, when I saw it's fun we, to see it grow. Yeah. And it's just fun to watch like this little flower that we planted. Just yeah. grow into a... Anyways, on that note. Yeah. So what do we... Oh, yeah. Talk about... Uh, flowers and growing things do we have um maybe a reefer 
report today? Harifa report. Yeah, yeah, I think we do. We always do. So, the Harifa report. So, okay. We're going to start. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got over here today, and I have my vape. I'm going to start by saying I am not the biggest fan of the vape carts. Yeah. Let me clarify. Uh, not vape, like vape vape, like uh, manajawana vape. THC oh, vape. Oh, oh, like a vape pen. Yeah, like a vape pen? Yep. And I had Maui Wowie in it, okay? Mm-hmm. Vapes always put me to sleep. Maui mm-hmm. Wowie is supposed to be a sativa that gives you energy, and I couldn't do this. How did the Maui Wowie affect you? I feel like I have to rip the ever-loving snot out of it to get... Um, any kind of feeling like, yeah. and I am, and like repeatedly rip it. <laughs> yeah. And then you risk getting like too much. Yeah. And so it's basically all or nothing. Yeah. And I don't like the fine line all. with it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then like with all of it, to me, it just like makes me fall asleep. Right. So, so we, we did something else. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, I'm going to go ahead and do the review for that one right now however it doesn't get the drum roll because it only gets a two out of five unfortunately and Uh, i i personally i normally like pens uh uh-huh and i don't know i mean it could be a user error on my part well you had a pen from the same brand before that you liked right the one right before this one that you had yeah you know what i did so maybe i'm maybe this is an operator error no maybe it's just the strain maybe we because the last one i think we had was was a hybrid yeah and this one was uh, the Maui Wowie. And I, like I said, it just made me very tired. And I've been pushing my limits lately. So yeah. I was like, all right, we got to do something else. Mm-hmm. So that one's going to be a two out of five puffs. However, still only puff, puff, pass. <laughs> well, puff, puff, that pass. That is puff, puff, pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at us go. So we switched it up. And, of course, we went with the... Blazy Susans. Of course. You know, that's our favorite. So we switched it up. We're doing pineapple upside down cake. This one, it's orange with, well, it's got orange hairs on it. It also has like a power powder with crystals on it. It's a pine citrusy smell. Flavor is kind of fruity. Mm-hmm. And see us at the very end of the episode to get the Reefer Review. So today what are we talking about uh yeah i'm gonna be telling you about the case of adnan syed oh Mm -hmm. this this one is it's it's really hard to explain because it's so all over the place and there are so many things that are just unbelievable i remember listening to the serial oh yeah case on it yeah serial it's the most downloaded podcast ever yeah Yeah. it's the first podcast i ever listened to my dad was like you would love this yeah i was like oh my gosh you're right we were just talking about it earlier today and a lot of people know of the first serial um which is about adnan which is about adnan but a lot of people don't know that there were two more seasons Mm -hmm. not about adnan but yeah i think that there's been at least some developments that have happened since serial and i'm very excited for you to tell us all about this, because I know there was even a documentary that came out afterwards. Yeah, there was. There's two documentaries. Um, there's a great, very informative book by Adnan's family friend. Uh, her name is Rabia Chaudhry. Um, I wonder who got you that book. Let me see. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was great. I'm going to be reading a couple little excerpts, ex yeah. excerpts from excerpts, it. Yeah, excerpts yeah. from it. 
So where are we starting? We're I'm gonna start by telling you a little bit about the victim, uh, Heyman Lee. She was 18 years old when she was killed. Oh, so she okay. Was super young. Okay. She was like leaving high school, like leaving her day at school. So it was almost like uh, was it around like when she was gonna graduate, or what time of year was this? Yeah, it was around winter time. I uh, d- is that. What is winter in, like, in the school year? Because I was homeschooled, so... Oh, yeah. Winter in the school year is, like, um, beginning... If it's, like, December winter, then it's the end of first semester. January, it's the beginning of the second semester. Usually that Christmas break is, like, the breakage between semesters. Okay. But then there's also schools that have, like, three semesters, trimesters. That's a pregnancy. That's a pregnancy. <laughs> but I think that there are schools that do like three semesters instead. Yeah. Or there's also block scheduling. I don't know. There's That's a lot a of different lot. types of schooling. Yeah. yeah. But I know for myself personally, we had like all the way through December and then we had like finals for the first semester in December. When we came back in January, that was like the, because we had the two weeks off for Christmas. And then summer break. And then summer break. Is indicative of a new year? Yeah. Okay. You didn't know that? Uh-uh. I never had to. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> Sorry. That's just strange to me. Like, what did you think summer school was? I didn't have that. But did you ever hear the term summer school? I mean, I heard that. I just figured it was, I mean, it's just school in the summer. I mean, I knew that I knew School's summer break. out for summer. Yeah. yeah. And the kids would like. The last day of school before summer, I remember kids coming home on the bus going like, na, 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 na. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Goodbye. That's that a Chicago White Sox song. They play that like Is all it? their games. Yeah, that one. And then like ever since the 2000, I am not a sports fan and I say this every episode, but I can tell you a lot about the Chicago White Sox because of my family. But in 2005, when they won the World Series, they also had that don't stop believe in and oh like when they won like all the team like were singing it and yeah. it was like a really cute thing oh my gosh. but that's precious I, yeah i followed it just because like that was like the sec first time or second time that they've won the world series since my dad's been alive and i think oh, the first okay. time was when he was a kid yeah and so like my dad was all about it he's right. got all of them on dvd like all the wow. games so it was like a thing. A thing oh. with my family. But besides that one year of sports, I could not. I also had the biggest crush on Brian Anderson, who was an outfielder that played, like, for one year. Mm-hmm. Big, blonde guy. Amazing outfielder. Like, even though I don't speak sport, but his hitting average was really bad, so they didn't keep him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor but, guy. like, I was in love with him. I wanted to marry him. Oh, my gosh. He had this chiseled chin. That is so mm. funny. Mm. I'm going to post a picture of him so you guys can see Brian Anderson. I think I still have a newspaper clipping of him. Oh, like there was a newspaper clipping like, oh, look at this kid that comes up from the Triple A's to play with the Chicago White Sox the year wow. that they won the World Series. And it's got this picture of him and like, you know, baseball pants. I digress. Baseball pants. <laughs> I have never followed any sport. I thought most I've gotten into anything was soccer when I was living overseas mm-hmm. like okay. the world cup and stuff well i feel like overseas soccer is very it's popular the, yeah it's the jam yeah. okay so back to <coughs> Heyman lee so she was 18 winter she was 18 yeah it was it was around winter when she went missing but we'll we'll get to that in a little bit um i just wanted to 
talk a little bit about her. She was a Libra. She was born uh, October 15th in 1980, and she was actually born in South Korea. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was born in South Korea. Her and her family came to the United States in 1992. So oh. she spent a, some, a couple years in, uh, well, 12 years in yeah. South Korea. Wow, that's um, crazy. So that was very interesting, yeah. I guess I didn't realize that these um, these kids were... They're all kids. This whole situation, yeah. the whole case is... All of these people are talking about, like... The drama and the, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, how this person was so this and this person was so that. Like, these are literally 17-year-old, like, 17-year-old, 18-year-old They're going to have drama. Kids. Yeah. Of course the diaries are going to be dramatic. Yeah. Of course there's going to be, like... Oh, I don't know much about Quote-unquote bad behavior. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that people brought up about Adnan that was like, well, he did this, that, and what. Yeah, he was 17. Yeah. Like, he smoked weed. He snuck out of the house. Like I'm 32. Nope, I'm 33 right now because I just had a birthday. <laughs> I smoke weed. Does that make me a bad person? Right. No. So anyways, okay, let's talk about Hay. So, yeah, so she was part of a magnet program for the high school that she went to. They all went to Woodlawn High School. Um, and actually all of them, pretty much everybody that I'm talking about in the story, were part of the magnet program. So magnet? Magnet program, yeah. So, okay, like a STEM that? program. Okay. So this... High school was uh, in, I think, Baltimore County in Maryland. Oh, yeah. This is happening in Baltimore, Maryland also, by the way. Good morning, (laughs) Baltimore. Okay. That's the second time I sang this because we've been to Baltimore twice already. When did we go to Baltimore before? Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. You're right. Back to back. Back to Baltimore. That's crazy. That's so cool. I didn't even. I had a chance of being based there when I was a flight attendant, Mm -hmm. and I almost dropped everything and moved to Baltimore just because I think Baltimore would be so cool to live in. And I don't know anything about Baltimore besides Good Morning Baltimore. I've been. I went and saw a Army Navy game in Baltimore. So yeah, this magnet program. Mm -hmm. They were all basically super smart kids from Mm -hmm. all over the area. It was kids who were maybe from different counties who in different come schools, in, different schools, yeah, or like should have been in different high schools. Okay, right? Because don't you have to like live near the high school you go to? Yeah, so there's districts, so the it would be like a right, private right, right, school right. or something like that. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but it was a public school. It just I got had you. a special program. I got you, homeschooler. With the terminology. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that would be more like a. Um, they do have like schools that are more elite that you could pay for your kids to go to. Yeah. And sometimes it's either paid or sometimes it's like for intelligence purposes or right, what have you. A, a lot of times it's paid because, mm-hmm. you know, people with money get better benefits sometimes. Right. Sadly. Anyways, I digress. This, I think, was just a public mm-hmm. um, program. Though. Okay. So, like, you, it wasn't you could a school, test. It was a program. Yes, it was yeah. a program in a public school. And you could test into That's it. Cool. I just want to say really quick if you hear breathing, that is the dog. I noticed maybe like an episode or two ago, there's a couple minutes where you can hear her breathing and it sounds kind of crazy. So I'm just going to acknowledge that. Oh, it's the ghost. It's the ghost. It's yeah, it's my dog and I don't want to kick her out of the room because then she gets sad. So she stays in the pod room with Mm -hmm. us. She's the pod dog. Yes. So as well as being a superstar student, she was also uh, a pretty phenomenal athlete she oh. was part of the field hockey team, 
and the lacrosse team. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, field hockey and lacrosse. Okay. And was, like, very good at both of those things, like varsity team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like You got this. Right? Uh, okay. Yeah, 10 out of 10. <laughs> so, so varsity's the, Right. Yep. Right. Okay. And she also was a teacher's assistant in one of the morning classes. Oh, that's cool. She Do you know also, what that is? Yes, okay. a student who goes in and helps the teacher with, like, paperwork yeah. and grading and stuff. Well, That's because one of my good friends is a TA at okay. a college. Okay, cool. Or I guess a PA. But, um, yeah, and then she also, Heyman also managed uh, one of the boys' wrestling teams. Oh, wow. So she was yeah, busy. she was busy. She was doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. She kept herself very busy. Mm-hmm. There's a big sigh from the dog. And, unfortunately, there is, it looks like there is reasons why she kept herself so busy. Um... Most of her friends reported that she did not have a very good home life. Um, oh, that's sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. Her, uh, her mom was very strict. I think she lived with her grandparents as well, and they were very strict. Okay. So a lot of responsibility was put on Hay. Many times in her diary, she talks about how frustrated she is with the control that her elders, whatever, her mom and her grandmother put on her. She does love them. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But, you know, obviously you're going to love your parents. But she had a yeah. very hard time at Sometimes home. Sometimes you just have strict parents. Right. I get it. And hers were uh, notably overly strict. Like, yeah. never had anybody over to her house. You know, like, couldn't yeah. have anybody over to her house. So on and so forth. You get yeah, what that's, the picture. That's rough. Yeah. Another thing that came out after this trial, um, and it looks like Hay had confided this information in Adnan, mm-hmm. and in one of her good friends, Deb, who I'll talk about a little bit later, uh, when she was in South Korea, she was um, sexually abused by, I think, an older neighbor. Oh, jeez. So she had a hard go, uh, and she was really working hard to... Overcome. Yeah, overcome these things that she had to deal with. Yeah. Um, go, on girl, top of, you know, a... cultural issues with yeah. between South Korea and being in the United mm. States. Changes. Yes. A lot of this case has to do with cultural differences between everybody, mm-hmm. which is a hard thing to juggle sometimes yeah. and to unpack. Um, different things are important to different people, even... E- Within the same culture, too, you know, and so it's sometimes hard. It's sometimes hard to, uh... Mesh. Mesh. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell me, so this is Hay. Can you tell me a little bit about Adnan? Yes. What's his deal? Yes. So Adnan was also part of this magnet program. He was a year younger than Hay. Was he a positive or was he a negative? That was a battery joke because of a magnet. Oh, <laughs> magnet. Yeah, magnet. Not a battery. I know. I don't know why I said battery. <laughs> I meant to say it was a magnet joke. Okay. Anyways, bro. Okay, we got this. I'm fucking dying right now. Okay. <laughs> okay, we got this. But they, uh, from what I was reading in this book, they met in I believe the ninth grade. Um, I don't know how old you are in ninth grade. If you have that information, I would like to Hold share on. it. So, like, you're usually 18 when you graduate, so 17, 16, 15, like 14, 14, 14 15. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So ninth grade, they were 14, 15 mm-hmm. when they met. Um, I think they met in a biology class. Okay. And was it a chemistry class? Because did they have chemistry? They did actually immediately have chemistry. Uh, oh. It was a biology class. Damn. But yeah, they did kind of immediately hit it off. Um, but the next year, they didn't, you know, it, they just were, we're in friends. the same class. Yeah. yeah. Nothing notable. Okay. Um, he just, Adnan remembers meeting her that way. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, so 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, 15, 16. 15, 16. But wait, so if they met in ninth grade, but he was a year younger, so she was in 10th grade when they met. No. Maybe they weren't a full year apart. So they were in the just same a grade. Couple, they were in the okay. same grade. They were in the same grade. Year. Okay, so yeah. met in ninth grade, so in 10th grade together. Yeah. Okay, got it. I'm up to snuff. Okay. So in 10th grade, I think Hay went to California with her father. Okay. Um, her parents were split up. But then she was back in 11th grade, and that's kind of when Adnan became interested in her. Mm-hmm. And it was almost, he didn't know where it was going to go. Basically, he asked her to some kind of dance. Okay. One of their mutual friends remembers Adnan saying, like, oh, do you think Hay would be interested in going to this dance with me? And Oh, that's cute. Right. And the girl that he was talking to, who was besties with Hay, was like, absolutely, like, you should go for it. And that night is actually recounted very sweetly in Hayes' journal. Let me back up and tell you a little bit more about Adnan, and then I'll tell you about that cute scene from the journal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, no, I'm... I know. And just a... Patient. So, a little bit about Adnan really quick before I get farther into their developing relationship. So, Adnan's parents were from Pakistan. Okay. Um, but he was born in the United States. Okay. He was known as, like, the school's golden boy, like, the community golden boy. Um, oh, my God. He, yeah, he was beloved in his religious community. Um, he was very involved in, like, volunteering at the mosque and was faithful to his religion. As much as any teenager is right. going to be. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Things happen. So, teenagers right. Right, exactly. But I think it's, I mean, it's nice that he has his mm. faith. That dance that he took Hey to, he was crowned prince. Aww. And I'll, like, touch on that when I tell you about that evening. They sound adorable. I know, they you? are actually really cute. And we'll post on Instagram some really, there's just sweet pictures of everybody. Okay. Uh, their whole friend group was cute. Okay. He also was uh, into sports. He was on the track team and he played football. So he was on the track. Wasn't she on the track team? She no, was lacrosse and field hockey. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. All sports are the same. <laughs> right. If you're running, I'm not interested. Field hockey, track. To me, that like they sound the same. Right? That's the same thing. <laughs> lacrosse, the fields. Stop it. <laughs> Okay, no. Okay. So so he did track and football. Um, <laughs> so funny. And so the, he played track and football. Yes. Okay. He ran track. Okay. He played football. Okay. Uh, he was also an EMT. That young? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know you could be an EMT yeah, that young. I didn't either. And in the That's beginning amazing. of the serial podcast, I think Rabia, his auntie, says. That he was a volunteer mm-hmm. EMT. 
still... But I don't know if that was the case. I think maybe he got paid for it, but I don't really know. Either yeah. way, he was also Yuki, very busy yeah. doing all kinds of stuff all the time. So these yeah. are all just super active, you I know, kids who are very invested. things right now. Right, I know. Yeah, especially right, <laughs> right. now. Right. <laughs> and as a 17, 18-year-old, yeah. good lord. But, you know, I did a lot of stuff when I was that age, now that I think about it. I, I, yeah. I was, but I was also homeschooled. To touch on his home life a little bit, he actually had a really lovely home life. His parents were awesome, um, by all accounts. Okay. He was, like, close with his family. Did he have any siblings? Yep. Okay. I know he has an older brother. Okay. Maybe it's just them two. Okay. It might just... Yeah, yeah, I know for a fact at least he had an older brother. Okay. But his parents were, you know, like I said, they were from Mm. Pakistan, and they were, some people would consider them Mm. conservative, and the thing that kind of strikes me with this is the state kind of went after his family and his religion, Um, and I'm a really big believer in freedom of religion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually have some close friends who are Pakistani. Mm-hmm. And so I have had the, you know, beautiful opportunity to get to know mm-hmm. their culture a little bit, just a little bit, but yeah. everything is, I mean, it's just for the, for the state to demonize it so much was just, it's heart wrenching. Yeah. And to see interviews of Adnan's parents, it is, heart-wrenching because they are so clearly such good people (laughs) and I was actually crying watching the documentaries like oh yeah I'm sure strikes a chord with me but yeah so then we'll I'll take you back to uh that night at that little dance that they had at school so these two people both of them seem to have their life together more than I do as a 33 year old adult (laughs) um go to a dance together they find each other through this magnet program and they are magnetized together okay and so they go to this dance together. I'm just recapping so right, that way right. I know what's going on because yes. I'm into this. So now what does the diary entry say? So this diary entry is from Hay, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's her kind of recounting of the night. Okay. Um, and the main thing that the entry references is the fact that Adnan was crowned prince. And he... Uh, their one of their like mutual friends, Stephanie, was crowned princess. So Hay, oh, okay. Hay was like, "Oh, is he gonna dance with me? Is he gonna dance with Stephanie? Like, what's the protocol?" And even Adnan on the Serial podcast was telling Sarah Koning, the lady who yeah. was the journalist, that he was also like, "What should I do? Should I dance with my date or should I dance with you know yeah, the, the princess. princess?" And he ended up like as he's dancing with Stephanie. The song that starts to play was Hay's favorite song, and I think it was by Casey and JoJo, some '90s duo. Oh my gosh! Do you wow. know that? No, okay. but that does sound like a <laughs> right. 90s yeah, it does. Name. It's very '90s, and I think the song was like all night long or something like that. But that song comes on, and it's Hay's favorite. So Adnan is like. That's a, you know, I am, I think, I'm sure he was like, okay, that's a sign, like, I should dance with. And then he went and walked up to Hay and took her hand and they danced. And Hay, in her diary entry, was 
like gushing about how sweet it was that he chose to dance with her and that it was her song playing and talking about how sweet Adnan was and that she was like, how can I not love him? Blah, 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 blah. So it was just really precious. Very high school. I know. <laughs> okay. It's so sweet. <laughs> it takes a lot to make me cry. And my eyes are watering because that's just so sweet. It was so sweet, yeah. At my prom, my date's kidney shut down. What? Yeah, he went to the hospital because his kidney shut down. Oh my god. But he, like, trumped it through the entire, like, prom to, like, stay because he really wanted to be there with me. What happened? Why did his kidney I shut down? I don't know. But they, like... I don't know what happened, but oh he was, gosh. like, really swollen, but, like, he trumped the whole day and, like, <gasps> wow. hung out with us, and then, like, afterwards, he's like, I'm just really not feeling well. I think I just need I to go I home. I need to go to the ER. Yeah, and he went home, and they went to the ER, and his, like, kidneys shut down, and, like, they weren't working, and he had to get dialysis and shit. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah. That's so, that's not funny, but yeah. holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very interesting, yeah. but you know what? Still romantic, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that he pushed through. You know. Pushed through the pain. Yeah. I went to one dance. Yeah. As, at uh, a you know, I was a homeschooler. Uh, I was, when I was living in another country, I was very involved with the, one of the schools that, like, all my friends went to, just with, like, just, I don't know, I was there all the time to support my friends with yeah. different, like, sports and plays. And you're so. allowed to have, at dances, you're allowed to have kids come right, from outsiders, yeah. yeah. So, my boyfriend, at the time, we had actually just broken up because he was leaving, like, going to another country, and I'm not going to get into all that, but uh, he, his best friend asked me to prom, or not to prom, to some kind of dance on his behalf. It was like a dance where the lower classmen could only go if they were invited by an upperclassman. Usually that's prom. Okay, so yeah. then it must have been that. Well, I mean, that's in the United States. I don't know what that's called. It was an American school. Okay, yeah. okay, then probably prom. So, yeah, so he and mm -hmm. this guy, I guess I wouldn't, won't say his name, but he was my then ex-boyfriend's mm. best cute. friend. That's cute. And he invited me, and it was a freaking blast. The country that I was in, the there was, like, no drinking age, so we had... <laughs> what? There was, like, four bottles of wine at every table. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> It's I was awesome. I was part of the group of high school kids that did not drink or do any type of drugs, but absolutely should have. You know those that group. Yeah. <laughs> so that That's was amazing. That was our group. That's so, so funny. But we always had fun. Anyway, so she had fun at the dance. Did they start dating afterwards? Like yes. what? So then the future? Yeah, they started dating. Yes, they started dating after this dance, and by all accounts. They had just a very sweet, typical high school relationship. Mm -hmm. They were kind of known as a power couple throughout the school. And people talk about how Adnan would, like, shower Hay with gifts. He was always... He would write her poetry. He was always giving her flowers and cards. Yeah, so he they had a very sweet relationship. There were some downsides okay. to the relationship, um, outside things, um, mainly being the cultural differences that they had. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, her family was strict. Her family was very strict. His family was really cool. Well, yeah, well, I mean, yes, yeah. But they, you know, I said before that they were, Adnan's parents were fairly conservative, mm -hmm. um, and he was not supposed to date at all, period. He was not even really supposed to have girlfriends. 
Like female... Female friends. Acquaintances. Got yeah. it. Okay. Um, con- they were conservative in their views and belief. I mean, conservative in the sense of religious. Yeah. Not, not... political. Right. They, I, they, yes. they were conservative religiously, meaning they adhered to... Their beliefs. Their beliefs very tightly mm-hmm. um, and conservative in the sense of like... Modesty not yet, things yes, like that. Not yeah. having friends of the opposite sex, you yeah. know, so on Get and so it. forth. Yeah. That sense of mm-hmm. conservative. Yeah. And that's why the state, like, tried to twist it. They were like, oh, they're fundamentalists. Like, no, they're just... There's nothing... That's just the way they live. There's nothing wrong with that. It's none of your business how they <laughs> right. live. It has nothing to do there with their lifestyle. you go. There like, you go. That is, is not a sign of a murderer. Yeah. At all. No. Totally nuts. Yeah, so there was there was struggles with their relationships with their families. Yeah. So Hay's mom didn't want her dating anybody unless she could meet the entire family of mm. the guy that Hay was dating. Yeah. And that wasn't possible because Adnan wasn't supposed to be dating. Mm. I wasn't allowed to start dating until I was 16. My parents were pretty cool. They didn't really care, but mm. I never really dated and still haven't. Yeah. Like, I'm just pretty cool by myself. You gotta be pretty, I guess, uh, you gotta impress me in order for me to pay attention. I'm good by myself. That's a good thing. Yeah, I'm very happy by myself. So I think that my parents just didn't worry about it because I never really had (laughs) dated. So my sister married her high school sweetheart, though. And they're, I talked about that before, and they're adorable. That's very sweet. Yeah. So obviously, with these cultural differences and with the problems that they, uh, you know, encountered with their families. They basically had to keep mm. their relationship secret. Mm-hmm. Um, at school, they could be themselves. Yeah. But, uh, you know, couldn't... How could you hang out outside of school? Right. It was very hard yeah. to hang out outside of school. Um, they would hang out at other friends' houses. They would meet up, um, you know, kind of back parking lot in the car kind of situation. Good, yeah. Um, you know. So, you know, they, they had to do a lot of sneaking around. Yeah. And that takes That's a toll sad. on you yeah. at some point. And it started to affect Hay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there started, uh, you know, in her diaries, there was references to her being frustrated with her parents about or mm-hmm. her mom and her grandmother with how strict they are. Mm-hmm. Um, her grandparents actually got rid of their cordless phone. And bought a corded phone because of Hayes' quote excessive use of the phone. Whoa! Yeah, this is so that's pretty significant. You youngins, so that means yeah. she can't go up and text him either, right? She yeah, there wasn't yeah. any that they actually had to. The way that they would call is like they would say, "Okay, I'm going to call you at this time." Mm-hmm. So Hay would call the weather service, mm-hmm. and Adnan would call while she was calling the weather service so that instead of the phone ringing, it would be a busy tone and Hay could immediately switch over to it. Oh my gosh. So lots of, they had to be very creative. That's... It's hard. It's hard. That's insane. Like, that's just crazy to think about. So it was pretty, yeah, there was a, it was, they were, it was a very... And just like nowadays, a guy won't even text you back. Right. Bro. I know. If he wanted to, he would. Yep, that if is my If he wanted word. to, he would. Uh-huh. Um, so I want to read a little diary entry really quick from okay. Hay. So this is when you see that she begins to struggle with uh, 
the situation. Yeah. Um. So this is. Well, from, she's also just about to graduate high school, about to go to yeah, college. Yeah, she's got a lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on, and uh, this is her kind of frustrated with her mm. family about mm. the situation. So this is four seven ninety eight. Um. She says, someone please smack me. What the F am I doing? I'm pushing Adnan away. Damn my grandma and mother. I can't get close, and he can't get close to me. This is effed up. He is way too sweet and all. What is happening? I can't believe things are about to blow up in my face. Sigh. My life's a bitch. Oh my god. Right. So That's tough. Yeah. I know. So mixed in with all of this serious struggle that they had with their families, mm-hmm. you can tell that it's so Yeah. Teenagery. Yeah. So teenagery. Yeah. I wanna I I want to continue pointing out how teenagery they were because the state tries to paint Adnan as this like vengeful yeah. person yeah and it's not and as of right now i don't totally see why nuts. he would be vengeful right so right now what happened so this was 417 of 98 i'm guessing 47 of 98 47 right so, so i'm think, guessing things... they graduated in 99 because this is when they were juniors right so what happens next so you know you kind of see through the diary hey struggling with this issue back and forth she sometimes is talking about how she feels like She's keeping him from his face, and in the future, Adnan would comment on that and say he didn't really know that she was struggling with that. Yeah. Um, but she references that a couple times in her diary. Because uh, faith was strong to him. Right, right. Oh, and I think at some point, some teacher went up to her and said something to the, something along the lines of, oh, Adnan was so... Uh, involved in his religion last year and now he's not this year and Hay was struck by that and was like is it because of me am I pulling him away from his faith his faith is so important to him so she kind of struggled with that is that appropriate no okay just checking yeah I didn't think so yeah so yeah so that was something that they struggled with which is a pretty serious thing I mean even though you know you look back and it's teenage dramatics but when you're 17, 18 years old, that is a very big thing. I mean, even still to this day, you have to be conscious of how you affect your partner's life. If you feel like you're having a negative impact on the life of somebody you love... Whenever I hear of anybody's struggles, I try to put it to the closest reference that I can, okay? Mm -hmm. So that way I can try, even if it's much more basic, Mm -hmm. which mine is I consider myself pretty uh agnostic Mm -hmm. and i've got a lot of friends and a lot of family that are religious Mm. christian catholic what have you and that's we even have differences in opinion where sometimes it it gets frustrating Mm -hmm. and this is on a much more basic level than their two different cultures because they're total polar opposites right this really isn't and so i always try to pull it to my earth right and see like kind of put yourself in that put, yeah. as close as I possibly can right. and then say, oh, it's that feeling times a thousand. Right. Because it's so much different. Right. And they're 17. Right. When you're 17, one thing like that feels like it's going to be the end of the world. Right. Exactly. Because one day feels like a long lifetime forever. Right. So it's like, <laughs> you know, I get it. I right. get it. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So there is a kind of 
straw on the camel's back moment mm-hmm. that is tied into Hay's feelings of, you know, her struggles with these big issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, in November, there was, I think, a homecoming mm-hmm. dance that they sneakily had to attend. Yeah. And I think this whole time Adnan's mom had been trying to convince his dad that Adnan was involved with a girl. Mm -hmm. And his dad was like, no way. He's getting good grades. Mm -hmm. He's doing everything he's supposed to do. Like, no. If he was involved with a girl, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have time, quote unquote. Um, Which obviously isn't true because he did you make do it all. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It obviously wasn't a problem. Yeah. But, uh... So, Adnan's parents roll up to this homecoming and basically cause a scene. So, so that would have been their senior year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. So that was very impactful to Hay. Hay was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this just happened. She was embarrassed. She didn't want to be the cause of a rift between Adnan and his parents and his, you know, beliefs, this, that, and whatever. So she also, I mean, granted, they're still in high school and they're still kids. I can also imagine her being upset that he was not automatically choosing her over his family. She actually didn't even really act. She never said anything totally like see, that. You I, could see. You know, I think that speaks to her character. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do. Right, right, for right, the right, right, right. I'm just saying like. Right. You would think that that would be an emotion. But yeah. no, she really was just, it seemed like she was only concerned about how her involvement mm-hmm. in life, in Adnan's life impacted his life. Okay. Which is, I mean, like I said, speaks to her character. Yeah. It's very, yeah. a mature concern. Yeah. Um. So after this homecoming situation... So they broke up for about a week mm-hmm. and got back together. Um, you know, but, another typical, th- and that's an all, all ages thing. Like, oh, I know yeah. people that are fully grown adults that are, oh, we're not together today. And then I talk to them the next day, oh, yeah, we're fine. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. What? It's like, wait a minute, go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing, too. Totally right. get it. Yep, absolutely. So even after this, even after they agreed to get back together and kind of, Adnan, mm-hmm. I think, was the one who was like, no, like, Let's really try to get this a go. Hay was still kind of on the fence. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that Adnan didn't understand Mm -hmm. where she was coming from. Anytime Hay is kind of talking about frustrations Mm -hmm. in their relationship, it's clear that they are a very us against the problem Mm -hmm. and not us against each other and the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whenever they had conversations about this or whenever Hay had kind of written about it, the... Uh, what you get from her writing mm-hmm. is they had pretty healthy discussions about the situation. It's just Adnan was not as concerned about it as she was. Right. This is a bigger, okay. A bigger thing for her than it yeah. was for him. Yeah. Got it. So he caused the scene at prom. They broke up. They got back together. They broke up. Got back together. That all happens in November. They're back together now. So there was the prom incident mm-hmm. or the homecoming incident. Mm-hmm. They broke up for like a week. Got back together. Yep. So we're going to now jump to December 6th. Okay. Um, on December 6th, Hay meets this guy, Don. Uh, Don is in D-O-N? Don. Yep, Donnie. Okay. Um, not, say, say D-A-W-N. Don. 
Say D-O-N. Don. Okay. <laughs> How do you say them? Don. D- say D-O-N. Don. Say D-A-W-N. Don. There is a difference. Don. Don, like Don. Mm-hmm. Don. D-O-N. Mm-hmm. Don. And then Don. 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 Like Don. Don. Yeah. yeah. I just straight up say Don. D-O-N. Okay. okay, cool. Just curious. Don. 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 That's D-O-N. Don. Mm-hmm. Don. Don. Okay, then Don. Don. That's like the D-A-W-N. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's go. <laughs> I think I say them the same. You do? Yeah. Uh, did that just dawn on you? Bro. <laughs> God. Okay, so December 6th, she meets, meets Dawn. Yeah. She meets Dawn in the break room okay. of her job at Lens Crafters. Oh, yeah, she also had a job. What? I know. Bro, I can't even keep a job now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please don't fire me. <laughs> I will cut that out. <laughs> so she meets Dawn in the break room of her lens crafter's job, and she immediately is smitten. And for a while, she's kind of all over the place in her diary, talking about... But wasn't she still with it? Yes. So she's now kind of having like a struggle, like, okay, now, I think she literally says in her diary at some point, I love Adnan, why am I still thinking about Dawn? Right. So that kind of is, you know, what brings Adnan and Hay's relationship to an end, along with the religious, I mean, the the, the cultural and religious differences were the main thing. you just are not meant to be. Exactly. And And they, so Hay breaks up with... Adnan, finally. And they were still friends, right? And they were still very good, like, reportedly very good friends. They were still totally on good terms. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Adnan was obviously sad about the mm. situation, but he shortly was known to be talking to other people. Yeah. So it's not like he didn't move on. Yeah. Um, and then, actually, so they broke up mid-December and Hay... Uh, starts pursuing Dawn. Okay. Um, the end of December, Hay actually got into a little car accident. I think her car, like, skid or something. Oh, I can't geez. quite okay. remember exactly what happened. So it was, it was like, a oh. minor thing. But she ended up calling Adnan and Dawn to come help her. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that they had met Adnan and Dawn. Mm-hmm. They knew about each other. Yeah. And... Both parties report having a perfectly pleasant conversation and, you know, Adnan was like, oh, you know, be nice to Hay, whatever. And Mm -hmm. Dawn offers to take Hay home Mm -hmm. and Adnan's like, no, it's okay. Like, I'll take her home. Because I think Dawn was at work at the time. Yeah. And Adnan is recorded saying that he was a nice guy. Yeah. Um, And Hay, I think, even asked Adnan his opinion on Dawn. Because... So that was, like, totally a chill situation. Do we... I'm not going to ask that yet. I was going to say, do we like Dawn? But I'm going to wait till later to find out. Yeah. We'll touch on him a little bit later. Okay. We'll touch on him more a little bit later. Yeah. So then we'll go to January 1st, and that is when Dawn and Hay actually have their first date. And Mm. they... I know. How cute. They drive to... 
I think they drive like 40 minutes to an Italian restaurant in another little town. Oh, how cute. Yeah, very sweet. And they have a couple more dates and like hangout sessions mm-hmm. uh, in the in the following week or two. Okay. Um, and that brings us to January 13th. And that is when Hay goes missing. Okay, so what exactly happened on this uh, day that she went missing? So there's a lot of different accounts mm-hmm. about how that day went down. Okay. And I'm going to hit that in just a minute. Okay. Um, what we know from, like, people who saw her mm-hmm. and her friends, uh, basically she went through her classes. So she was at school that day. It was like she a was Friday? She was at school that day, yep. Was it um, Friday? I don't know. Was it Friday? Um, I don't know. I'm just assuming because people go missing on Fridays because on the weekend and then Monday, I don't know. Oh, that's that so, just my well, this was the day before a massive snowstorm. So there oh, was like a storm okay. that like shut down the area. Okay. So the first two days she was missing, nobody really knew that it was as big an issue as, as it was. Yeah, because they thought because maybe her she... Yeah, her friends figured, oh, maybe she went and was with Dawn. Yeah. Maybe she, you know, who knows. Yeah. But... Uh, the day of. The day of. Mm-hmm. When it was initially reported that she was missing, or initially mm-hmm. realized that she was missing, it was mm-hmm. about 3.30, I believe, her younger brother got a call from their little cousin's daycare. That she was supposed to pick them that up. She was, that was mm-hmm. her job to pick up her cousin. Yeah. That the child was not picked up. And that's like right after school that she does that. Right. So school oh. lets out at, I think, 2.15, and she... Uh, it's known that she went and bought, uh, like, a drink and some chips from the little shop that mm-hmm. they had, I guess, in the gym. Cafeteria, vending machines. It was a person at a stand. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cafeteria, probably. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, and then her friend Deb, who mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about a couple times in the mm-hmm. following sessions, yeah. saw her leave and Hay said to Deb, oh, man, I'm rushing. Like, uh-huh. Deb knew that she was rushing because Hay had said she wanted to go meet Dawn at the mall. So Hay was rushing out of school to go pick up her little cousin and to go see Dawn. Okay. And then she was supposed to go be at a boys' wrestling match. And her co-manager uh-huh. uh, was recorded saying, like, recorded, like, on this podcast, mm-hmm. or on not, not this podcast, yeah. on the Serial Podcast, yeah. talking to Sarah Koenig, that she had said to Hay, I need you at this meet, because this girl had just started managing, yeah. and Hay already knew, but and, like, the else, point yeah. system was complicated and yeah. stuff, so... There's multiple people who, like, knew where she was, where she was going... How Hay had expressed what her intentions were for the rest of that day. Yeah, she had an agenda. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a known agenda. Yeah. And there was actually even a note on Dawn's car Mm. that said, sorry, couldn't stay, see you later. But that was kind of an ambiguous thing. Um, I'm not really going to go further into that just because we don't have time. But it just, that note didn't come up again in the um, trial or anything. Yeah. But... You know, at some point she did leave a note on his car. Okay. So she made it to the mall at some point then. Yes. But when, we're not sure. Right. The ti- the, like I said, the timeline is all over the place. Because one thing I do know about Don, 
is he was older, so he had already graduated and he was working during right. the day. So that's right, something right, to point right, out. Right. So he was not in the school with them. Correct. And he was, he was at in... work that day. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. And we'll go over that again yeah. a little bit later. So the school ends at 2.15. She gets the chips. She says, hey, Debbie, I got to go. I'm rushing. I got things to do. So she went missing in an hour's time frame. Something like that, yeah. Okay. So Debbie, I think, was the last person to see Have her as she was leaving yeah. the school. Mm-hmm. I, I can't quite remember if she had that passing conversation with or parting conversation mm-hmm. with Debbie first or if she ran and grabbed her snacks first because the lady who sold her those snacks that day remembers because mm-hmm. she, like, every day after school went and grabbed that drink and those chips, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what order that happened okay, in. Either but, way. you know, Debbie and this concessions lady yeah. were the last people to see mm-hmm. Hay alive, as far as we know. Okay. So, 3.30, her little brother contacts the police. So, they don't mess around. They directly contact immediately, the police. Okay. Yeah, they immediately contact the police. Um, the police... Start getting things going. Oh, um, so they actually took it seriously. Yeah, they took it seriously right away. A which, lot of times with like this right. age, I hate that they do this. They're like, oh, they have to be missing for 24 hours. Right. That They're is 18, not a law. They have a car. Yeah. Right. Is if, that not a law? No, it is not a law. So a lot of police officers will say, oh, they have to be missing for 24 hours. That is not a federal law in any state. So you can push. So you can push, mm-hmm. no matter the age, because they'll be like, oh, you know, they're 50 years old, they're out, they're fine, you know, whatever. No, you're allowed to push. Mm-hmm. Just a little fun fact for everybody, that is not an actual law. That's crazy. Because a lot of people, they'll shrug it off and be like, oh, it's a runaway. Or, oh, they're just not around right now or or whatever. But if you know, you know. Right. Back to the story. The police go, they talk to Hayes' family, and through Hayes' family, they get their friends' numbers. Hayes' grandma actually goes and gets Hayes' diary, where Adnan's new phone number was written at the top of a page from like two days ago and that page had Adnan's phone number at the top right hand corner and the rest of the page was full of Don's names written like 152 times Don 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 over and over and over again oh okay (laughs) which you know with like a little hearts and like you know typical roller coaster of a teenager right so the police call that phone number thinking they're going to get Don, yeah. but they get Adnan. And Adnan, poor soul, was actually stoned <gasps> when the police called him. Oh, and was that the first one that contacted him about this? Yeah, Officer okay. Adcock was the first okay. person. Well, they I mean, they knew... No, I think... Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Let me stop myself and set this up really quick. So, at 3.30, the police are contacted by Hay's little brother, right? And then, like, a phone tree, you know, by, like, you know, literally telephone. People start looking for Hay. So, all of her friends are, like, calling her and paging her. Um, I think Adnan tried to reach out, but Adnan didn't do a whole lot of reaching out because he was with, like, her girl best friends who were blowing her phone up and it's the 90s there's only so much phone blowing up you can do so when Adnan was questioned saying like oh well, why didn't you call her a bunch of times he was like well I was with everybody who was calling her a bunch of times and also we're all kind of under the impression that she's with Don you know it's 
bad weather. Debbie knew she was going to see Don. You know, and they're all teenagers and they're all smoking weed. So there's not a real huge sense of urgency this first day. You know what I mean? So I think Adnan like initially found out through this like just through word of mouth from their friends. And since he was at the party where they were all... Well, I don't know if it was really... It was like a couple people hanging out. It was like their core group hanging out at one of the core group's houses. And they were smoking. Yeah, they were smoking. So at this girl's house, she wanted to remain Mm -hmm. anonymous. So Mm -hmm. the serial podcast called her Kathy. So we'll call her Kathy. Mm -hmm. I actually am not a huge fan of this girl. Okay. Um, Adnan is there with this random person... Not random person you know, friend, part of the friend group, Kathy, Mm -hmm. and this guy, Jay. They all were aware of the situation, you know, through that word of mouth, through their Mm -hmm. friend group, that Hay was missing. Mm -hmm. I think it's, there might be a couple other people Mm -hmm. there, but but at this point, these are the significant ones, yes. Mm -hmm. Jay is not a cover-up name. No, that is, yeah, the guy's name is Jay Wilds, and we'll talk a lot about him here in a little bit. He might be Wilds. He is Wilds faux show, Mm -hmm. I think. There's a lot with that. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into that later. But they were all smoking dudes. Yeah, they're smoking. And so Adnan, he's there. He's high. He's he hanging out. He gets a call from... So he has a cell phone, just to clarify. He does have... Right. So remember I said his the police got his number from that yeah. cell phone because of, oh, in the diary? Oh, because okay. That was a new cell phone. I know you also said paging, so I was like, okay, right. does he have a pager? Does he have a cell phone? I think got he had it. both, but he had just got that cell phone. Okay. The cell phone comes in massively into play, so we're going to be talking about the cell phone quite a bit when I'm going over the trial. I have some fun information on that, too, but go ahead. Oh, perfect. Awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. People are looking for Hay, but the police have not contacted Adnan yet. Just before they do, he gets a phone call from Aisha, who is a classmate of everybody's, part of the Magnet program, Mm. and one of Hay's best friends. So Aisha calls Adnan and says, hey, the cops are about to call you. Adnan's high. He's like, okay, what am I going to say? What am I supposed to say? And this comes into play later because this Kathy girl tries to say, well, she's her impression of that phone conversation. She didn't know who Adnan Mm -hmm. was talking to. And she said that Adnan was acting super sketchy. That it was like a weird conversation. He had a weird reaction to the fact that police were going to be calling him. But think about it. This you're is your stoned. yeah. You're stoned. You don't realize the severity of the situation. You're 17 years old. You know, and then you get a call saying the police are going to be calling you. Of course, you're going to be sketched out by that. Yeah, especially if with the police. If I got a call right now from my fiance saying, "Hey, the police are going to call you," I'd be like. Oh, yeah. crap. Yeah, <laughs> I'm scary. stoned. <laughs> yeah, that's not a comfortable situation no matter what. Right. And uh, that's... Okay, okay, so the police is going to be calling right. him. But how did she know? Because the police had just talked to Aisha. Okay. So she talks to the police, and I think she actually said, oh, you should call Adnan. Was Adnan with this group of buddies the whole night? No, but we'll touch on that a little bit later. Okay. I'm going to go through the timeline. Adnan's timeline, and then I'm going to go through the timelines that Jay... Yeah. Gave this is just right now. We're just going out over. Sorry, I don't a mean general um, understanding. Not, yeah, general. The understanding. basic timeline without any. Right. Fertiles. This is kind of leading up to 
the, the trial. Okay. And then in the trial comes out everybody's personal timelines. Okay, this is what's known. This is, yeah, this is general information from people who aren't, like, suspects or mm-hmm. expert witnesses. Got or it. star witnesses in the case. Got it. So general information from, like, the friends, from the police, from the mm-hmm. family, from, you know, so on right. and so forth. Um, so, you know, he's kind of sketched out by that phone call. The police call, the officer's name is Officer Adcock. And just, I don't, you know, know exactly the details of mm-hmm. their conversation, but kind of questions Adnan. And Adnan's like, you know, this is my timeline of the day, whatever. And, you know, I am going in circles, up and down, left and right. I think I am, I need to stop. Okay. We'll, hey. We'll, we'll come, we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back. Stay, Stay dangerous. dangerous.